You gotta smack it when that happens. <laughs> Somebody changes. <laughs> no, batteries. keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Talk Two for the very first time with Mary those couples, Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex. Terry's here too. Did I ever say my do I ever say my name? I don't think it matters. And I'm Jake. This is Jake, your host. I'm deleting all that. Um, <laughs> Get a second shift on. The sheer power that this man has unchecked. Oh, man. When everyone's talking over each other, I get to decide which one <laughs> voice stands out. Um, this week, we're going to talk about Wild Blue Yonder, written by Rusty Davies, directed by Tom Kingsley, aired December the 2nd, 2023. Before we get started, it is time for everybody's favorite podcast segment, Cody's 42nd Plot Synopsis. The doctor Dada appeared at Apple Tree just so they could change the word gravity to mavity. Zoom forward. The doctor Dada appear on an empty spaceship, but it's not empty. There's a robot slowly stepping. That's strange. Zoom forward. The doctor and Dada meet the doctor and Donna, but it's not really doctor and Donna. It's the nothings that are slowly turning into the doctor and Donna one millimeter at a time. Zoom forward. Their arms are too big. Zoom forward. Their whole bodies are too big. They chase him. It's kind of creepy. Uh, we, we get into the main room. The captain's dead. The captain set a bomb and the doctor tells him exactly what they needed to know instead of just leaving in the TARDIS and the TARDIS goes back. He takes the wrong Donna. That was exciting. and comes back for the real Donna. The other Donna explodes and dies and then Time. we all get away happy. I'm time you left out the most important part and you will be shamed forever shame mm. ding hey shame ding hey, hey. shut up shame <laughs> ding. <laughs> ding 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 shame ding hey cody hey jake <laughs> what'd you think of this one um so move along it uh, Do I need to smack this one too? <laughs> Apparently, you didn't know this part was coming. No, it was <laughs> it was fine. Like I didn't dislike it, but it was weird, and the CG was it was weird so much, and the jump scares mm -hmm. were just kind of cheesy and cringy. But the story there were jump scares? is neat. So, yeah, like a couple, like actually. Six out of ten. Just happy to be with New Who. We don't rank episodes or rate episodes. <laughs> we, sh we should. I started. We definitely rank them. So a, a, a six out of ten, which he has not given any other episodes a score, so <laughs> that means nothing. My, that, my is, favorite that means above average. No. If you know, you know. Means above average. Hey, Sam, right? what'd you think? Um... Not gonna lie, I was a little confused at first, and then... That's the point. It was, uh... Yeah, it was interesting. Along for the ride. There's a single word 
Did you like it? It was fine. I mean, are we comparing <laughs> okay. this to New Who or Classic Who? Because that's... We're, you're just putting on a scale of I like this, I don't oh, on like this. on a scale this. of 1 to 10, you're saying? Nope. No, scale of <laughs> one, 1 and 2. Yeah, I'd, binary. I'd watch it again. Liked it? Don't like yes. it. <laughs> yes. Uh, we don't use that kind of scale. You can feel however you want about it. Uh, Jill. I think I liked it. <laughs> no one knows. I There were a lot of parts that I liked, and there was a lot of components of Doctor Who that I want to see that happened in this story. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I liked it. But I could be talked the other way pretty easily. Alex? I fucking loved it. It was great. It was sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It it was creepy. Like, the individual conversations between uh, the Doctor and Donna and the non-Doctor and non-Donna. So good. Uh, there's mystery. There's weird shit. Everything's weird. And I loved it. I'd say even the conversations between real Doctor and real Donna were awesome. Uh, Terry... I liked it. Um, I liked it more than the first special. But like out of 10? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's say there was a scale. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jake, what'd you think? I liked it. I think I like it more every time I watch it. Because the first... I mean, I've only watched it twice, but I watched a lot of clips and reactions and listen to podcasts and stuff like that uh it you know the first time you watch it you're just like going through the mystery like what the hell's going on it's kind of it's kind of spoopy but kind of funny and then once like the shit starts going it's just like well what the fuck (laughs) like those the those five minutes where my jaw was just just dropped (laughs) it was insane (laughs) where that happens like the doctors (laughs) just yeah, the five the five minutes where we we get the reveal and then they're running from these <laughs> this just crazy thing. I was just like, my mind was blown. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? And then it kind of becomes you know another episode of Doctor Who, which is fine. Um, it's weird. Like I, I say this all the time. Like when something's a special, I want it to feel special. And this was just a remake of Midnight, which is fine for like an episode of Doctor Who. But we only get three of these. So I I feel like I just want more out of this. But uh, hey, maybe we're saving all that for the next one. I need more David Tennant villain. Like, what was the show with the gal where David Tennant was the bad dude? Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones was crack addled. Harry Potter. Yeah, Barty Crouch is second hand. <laughs> but David Tennant Uh Barty Crouch Jr. <laughs> uh, okay. God, your color is showing. Uh yeah, golden red. Like, Gryffindor, <laughs> baby. No, I was thinking yellow and black, but I hear a huffle all the way. You could try. Those fucking nerds. David Tennant as I, I'm evil. Out David smoking Tennant. in the in the parking lot. You're you're the wannabe Slytherin Hufflepuff. Doesn't that make him Ravenclaw de facto? No. Ravenclaw cares about nothing, whereas Hufflepuff cares about nothing. Ironically. Ah. Uh. See, it's, anyway. it's uh, subtle. 
Welcome to the Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> oh man, when do we start that? <laughs> Just the marriage. Right after the Gilmore Girls podcast. Not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Tennant's an amazing bad guy. Okay, there, I got it up. You did it. Uh, just not an amazing CG villain. God, like I can't imagine what it was like to shoot these. And the director's like, okay, CG's gonna <laughs> make this into the coolest thing. Now I just need you to well, run they, after this in all fours. They did build an incredible amount of stuff, but yes, there is a lot of CG. And I understand for the production team and Russell T. Davis in particular, it's exciting. Like, oh, we got all this money. So, like, oh, we're going to whip our dick out, but then you realize, like, you're standing next to John Holmes, and, like, you you have, like, you're on the same platform as all these Star Wars and Marvel shows, and so, like, yes, you have a lot more money, but you ain't got that kind of money, <laughs> so <laughs> rein it in, use the money smart, and uh, instead of just, like kind of coming up short in a lot of the CG stuff. But that's fine. That's not who it's supposed to look janky. I disagree. Like, I asked Alex halfway through the episodes, we kept commenting on the CG. Like, is this just a, like, let's show off all of our CG episode? Because that's what it feels like, and I'm not mad about it. Like, I thought there were a lot of things that were super well done. Um, like, everything in that tunnel, uh, where, like, the attack was happening, where the yeah, other... Everything would change? Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I thought all the changes were, like, just seamless and looked really good. The tunnel itself looked great, but when the characters had to interact with it, that's where yeah. it didn't look like they weren't in the volume like the Mandalorian is. They were on a green screen running in place. Like even oh. even on the Flash, if you watch that, like they have green screen treadmills so they can run <laughs> and actually be running. These guys were just j like jogging up and down. Well, I am super impressed by it, but I did not know how it worked. Oh, no, they did a great job. And yeah. there was a ton of practical stuff, like the hands that were David yeah. was dragging behind him. Those were real. They they uh, He did a 3D scan of his body, and they made them off of his hands. And he could manipulate the fingers. Like, he could reach in and actually move the hands. So cool. That's it was really cool. Creepy. Any of the extra stuff um, online on, on iPlayer, which you guys can't access, but I do, there's... Um, they're calling it, it used to be Doctor Who Confidential, now they're calling it something else. I'm totally blanking, fuck. But it's like a half hour making of. And the one for the first special was really fun. And the stuff I've seen for this special has been, you know, it's obviously much more about the technical stuff because it was such a technical episode. Um, but Tennant and Tate were just having a ball running around with all, like, their fake teeth and their fake yeah. hands Ugh. and just being all... <laughs> They they seemed like they were having fun well, doing this episode. They're just like besties. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, super best friends. Yeah, anytime you see Tennant like doing an interview, she Tate always just like pops her head in and just says something hilarious <laughs> and then just like walks out. Oi! Speaking of the running scene, is that actually how Catherine Tate runs, or was she having it up? <laughs> Catherine Tate doesn't run. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. People <laughs> run from man, Catherine was... Tate. It was terrible. No, they run to her. I'm the one who knocks. And then to see it like happening twice because there's two of her, I'm like, oh my god, just cut the scene. <laughs> but then the one of her was like her double. Like they they both had a double. Tennant had three, but uh, they both had a double, so they could act opposite a person. Oh yeah. When they were 
and then those doubles would be the good guys and mm. you know they do the scene again um so that person running at her that tackles her is running at her like a linebacker. And then you see Donna get up and start running. It's like, that's not the same person. <laughs> so the nothings. The not things. The not, the not, not things. space right. things. The not yeah, things. The nothings. Very cool idea. You said it was like in Midnight. Was Midnight the one where they were in the ship? There's just like the monster on the outside of the ship knocking on walls. Like the talking, yeah, yeah right? And they're talk- yeah. yeah, it's just like talking through stuff. No, I mean, it's a, it's a little, it's a tiny bit offset. A this few is like degrees. the upgrade of Midnight. Did we like or hate Midnight? Mm. I legitimately can't it. remember. I have to go point. back and listen to podcasts. To no, you, you all liked it. We, I talk shit about it, not because I don't like it. I really do. I just don't like it as much as everybody else. Like, especially this week, since this episode came out, a lot of people talking about Midnight. And it's just like, Midnight's fine. <laughs> and Russell wrote it in a weekend because a different story fell through. Well, and you could tell. And Mid- Midnight gets extra props because it's in such a small location, I think. Right. And it's like the acting is superb and like the technical um, challenge of doing what they had to do is incredible. So I always say it's like a technical achievement more than like an incredible episode. Mm. But it is really great the first time you see it. But as everyone should know, turn left is better. And it's the next episode and nobody ever talks about it. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway. RTD liked that episode so much, he made a whole fucking show out of it called Years and Years. I don't remember Turn Left. That was from, like, five years ago. It's the one right after midnight. It's when, uh... Turn Left is, like, super drama-y. Oh, like that... what's the Eccleston yeah. one? That that I'm thinking know. of then. Was Father's like, Day. You're thinking, you're thinking of Father's, Father's Day? Day? Yeah, I am thinking of Father's Everyone Day. Everyone tell Cody what he's thinking about. <laughs> if you could, that, that would save a lot of brain power. <laughs> no. Turn left's the what if episode where the what if Donna never met the doctor that like all these horrible things happen and it's like a master class by Wilf. Is Rose in that one? Nope, that is a Donna episode, which is the whole reason we're talking about it. Oh no, Rose is in it. I'm so sorry. Okay, Jake. <laughs> Get wrecked, buddy. Damn. Damn. Just now your color showing. <laughs> and oh. now every all that gets edited out, and you just hear me go, "Yep." <laughs> God damn it! It's too much power. Somebody stop this, man. Oh my gosh, hey, anytime so one of you pricks wants to edit this, you go right ahead. This podcast is the reason I can never run it's for just president. Just go out as is. You'll be able to hear anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's sound awful. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, like us for who we are, or go away. Okay. <laughs> and that's what everyone else does. So. Yeah, and they suck. Terrible. Like I, I just listened to the Canadian Doctor Who podcast, like the oldest, most popular podcast out there. I call it the Canadian. It's Radio Free Scarrow. They've done nine hundred and fifty episodes. It still sounds like shit, and like the amount of just like mouth smacks and just breathing into the microphone <laughs> that they, they just leave in because I don't know why. And they're probably That's making right. way more money than we are. They don't make any money either. <laughs> oh. They're no, the your biggest topic. podcast, the biggest Doctor Who podcast. They do not make money. So what are we doing here? Yeah, let's do. What's the fun? goal? Money? What the fuck? <laughs> we do this to hang out once a week <laughs> and have fun with each other. We just hung out yesterday. <laughs> How about David Tennant's vest, though? 
Did did his vest change? Was it a different color in this one? I hated it. Change from what? From the last episode? Nope. I he just had his... Oh, no, he had his coat off. I don't remember it from the last... Yeah, the coat probably deterred. Also, we, you know, saw him double lots of times. There's lots of seeing the vest, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Sam was confused as to why he wouldn't button his second button. It looks terrible. It's all David Tennant's idea. The customer was like, this is a terrible idea. And then he did it, and they're like, fine. I like that it shows <laughs> off his tie a little more. He's got a cool tie, too. What I did not like was the long socks with the Converse. Like, the socks can't be longer than the high tops. I didn't think they that was possible. <laughs> Tenant rocking them knee highs? He had, like, brown socks. <laughs> They're just <laughs> bad. Oh, no. Who's doing costuming nowadays? Terry? Jill, you are saying the next thing? Yeah, I said, so the doctor doesn't know where he's from. Yep. That's we remember that from the uh, Timeless Child. Nope. <laughs> in the Timeless Child, we learned that he's in fact not from Gallifrey. He was found, and his quote-unquote mother <laughs> found out he could regenerate, and she did experiments on the doctor until she figured out how to steal it. I think we and give uh, it to all Gallifreyans. Need to rewatch some of those because yeah, that's real hazy. <laughs> Oh, you don't remember like the the redheaded boy getting pushed off the cliff and then like regenerating and they're like, holy shit. And it was like this huge, like mad scientist thing. You don't remember that? I remember that that Rose was in turn left. Dude, (laughs) this was this was the last season. Just not complete canon altering (laughs) revelations. But yeah, yeah, Rose would turn left, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But seeing the doctor actually like come to grips with it and talk about it like that was more. I guess background or not background. That was like more history outward acting that than Jody ever did. So it, it was <laughs> it was nice to see. But yeah, it's um there are a lot of shitty fans that are like, oh, hopefully they just forget about the timeless child. Oh no. But so RGD's like, we're gonna put it in an episode. It's not re- like it's not relevant to this story, but it is like explicitly stated this is a thing and now we can move on you know i think what what might have made this episode a lot better for you guys that don't like it already is if they focused on that as the doctor like coming to grips with it with donna while all this other crazy shit's happening like i think that would have been cool i think it was like i really like how they played it actually of like a it was fake donna because she shared this information that she learned from whatever, being in their thoughts. Um, But that real Donna didn't know that. And real Donna might be lying. I think she is, for sure. But would real Donna just let that go? That's not a real Donna thing. She asked if he was okay. Yeah, I didn't get that feeling from it, but I could be wrong. She knows how he is. Yeah. She she starts poking a little bit at the end, but she knows that, like, he's got to come to her with it, and she's just like, hey, no, like... And and also, like, hey, we got something to deal with right now. (laughs) Yeah. But you're fucking crying. That was super best friend mode. Like, that looked, yeah. He had, like, an internal uh, therapy session, though, which was kind of neat to see. Because you don't, I guess I've never really thought about him having these big emotions, the loneliness of people not knowing where he's from, like, the whole story. Like, 
people say Gallifrey, but he has this bigger history and it's just kind of his to hold. Yeah. Well, and if if she does, like, remember everything or even, like, everything since Donna was there, then it's, you know, X number of companions, like, found and then lost and then saving his planet and then losing it again when Sasha destroyed it. And then the flux, which when it happened, we were like, so did half the universe get destroyed or not? Like what, what are we, <laughs> we never Turns talked out it about did. it. And, but here he does. He just says, yeah, half the universe was destroyed. Fucking my bad. And was, was where they were at, like where the destruction was. Is, ah, who, who cares? Because then he was, like, looking at his destruction that happened. It was... It was nice. The scenes... I mean, this is what everyone wanted. When it's Ten and Tate, we want Ten and Tate, like, just acting at each other. And the rest of it's kind of... That, that's kind of why I've grown to like this story more. Like, you know, as I've interacted with it more since initial broadcast. It's because, like, I'm realizing that, like, that's the good stuff. And the six minutes or something wonky happens in the middle. That's fine. And, you know, a couple minutes later when they're pouring salt and doing all that stuff. That is the the good stuff is so good. <laughs> Apparently that salt thing's coming back. I may have read a synopsis about what's happening at the end of the next story. And... <laughs> well, he did say he had a feeling. With the, the superstition. But also, yeah. um, what's the deal with uh, Edison? Newton? That was not Edison. That was er, Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton. Sorry, <laughs> Sir Isaac <laughs> did, Newton. Did uh, the did inventor they, of gravity? Did they change the history of gravity, or are they just playing up like, oh, he said gravity? That's gravity, not gravity. What is gravity? No, it was changed. So it was changed. It was changed. It was not. <laughs> it was not them having a little joke between them. It was he came up with the word, but because they said it and he misheard it, he. It's now Mavity, instead of him coming up with it on his own. But and the they, doctor used the word later in the episode, like used gravity. And Do Donna. Yeah, but didn't then know he it. changed it back. Well, he just said, oh, I mean Mavity. Yeah. And he said it initially, but he's a Time Lord. When time changes, he can. Like, it doesn't affect him. We see that all the time. He speaks 50 million languages. 52,406. Jesus, yeah, 20, I think it was exactly that. Billion. Find help. Is that gonna, like, <laughs> come back? Is what's happening, like, a bunch of, like, butterfly effects that's gonna, like, come back at the end of this whole series thing? No. No? Alright. The salt thing is... It all comes and... back and Donna loses her memory again. <laughs> that would be... Like they would, they would hunt RTD down and burn him <laughs> at the stake. I'm just shooting this out there. I liked that the doctor thinks he's gay now, just because he also thought that Isaac Newton was hot. Nice. You would like that. I would, because I'm gay. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you think Isaac Newton was hot? Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big ah. <laughs> If you're going to make it a focal point in your dialogue, you got to cast a hotter guy. <laughs> Damn, even Isaac Newton can't be banging. I also really like the design of Jimbo. Yeah. Who, Jimbo was cool. 
You mean Sam from the hit Cartoon Network TV show Toonami? What? What? Same robot. Oh. Oh. I saw a lot of people online saying it looked a lot like the robot from... Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Very yeah. close. Even closer there. Yeah. Good point. So anyway, carry on. But the actual robot that they built was incredible. Like, there's not a person in there. It's a puppet. And it's held up by a crane. And it's, like, fully articulatable. And they... Because it's basically um, stop motion, the movement of the robot. And so it can lock into place every time you move something. And it's really cool. Wow. It looked nice. Mm-hmm. The prop work and the the CG in this was mind-blowing. Like, it, it really hit me on that drone shot when he, like, launched the drone and then you, like, saw the ship from the outside. Like, that was yeah. so sick. Yeah, and things like that are easier now because there's no real-life interaction with anything. It's just a cartoon. And so, yeah, it looks incredible. And probably wasn't that expensive. But someone had to come up with it, and they did a really good job. Why did the ship, like, reconfigure itself constantly? Or every, however often? I, I was guessing that it... Because they say it's turning itself into a bomb. So if it has a self-destruct sequence, it needs to do these steps to get itself into that configuration. Oh, yeah. The doctor did say that. Yeah. We're seeing every incremental click, but once every like 20 minutes instead of just like it just spinning and spinning until it's a bomb and blowing up. And the real answer is so Dr. and Donna can get separated. <laughs> You always split the teams. That's like. That's how you get stuff he done. That's too. <laughs> That's how you get things done. That's how you find things. That's how you. Um, you want to just jump to Wilf right now? Yes. Go ahead, Jill. Okay, first of all, I thought the transition. So, how many of you thought Donna was actually going to die standing there? I had a, a second, yeah. I was, like, yelling the whole time. And they, like, kept it going for so long, and her face changed. Like, oh, yeah. she did a fantastic job with that. Uh, yeah, the the tears running, like, the the classic Donna Noble. And then, the, like, the jump back and forth. Like, that whole scene was brilliant. Like, they're showing the doctor not paying any attention to fake Donna. <laughs> I was in denial oh, so good. the entire time. I was like, no, that's not happening. Absolutely not. I was just thinking, like, oh, it... Is next episode going to be about him, like, getting back and fixing this? Mm. Anyway, it was when we know so it's good. Not. And, like, <laughs> then then the re- emotional relief of landing and immediately seeing Wilf, it was perfectly timed and perfectly placed. And just, yeah. And he was so good. He was so good. And then knowing he's not alive anymore makes it a little... Yeah. Was was he actually in that like explosion? <laughs> like that was crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was I mean, wild. it was just an it was just an air machine that blew air at them. They're like, uh, you're crazy. close enough to death. If you die, it's fine. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Yikes. So uh, we're supposed to get more Wilf. That's all we get. That's it. Um, oh. I know they. Sh- I know they shot maybe another scene where they're pushing him down the street in his chair. 
but uh, he's meant to be in the next episode more, but he was not feeling good enough to return to the set and died very shortly mm-hmm. after that. Uh, so that that's all we're getting of Wilf, but it was awesome. Oops. You know how we talked last week about how Wolf, Wilf was in this episode? Um, Wilf comes on and Cody's like mind blown. <laughs> like he's never seen anything before in his entire life. And he's like, it isn't. Isn't he dead? Oh my god, we talked about this. (laughs) They shot those outdoor scenes in July of 2021. Or no, July 2022. So yeah, it was almost a year and a half ago. Thank goodness they got it. Terry, what month did Bernard Cribbins die in? Oh dear. Come back to me. If I beat you, you're fired. Oh, (laughs) I mean, I found the costume like designer. Physically? Pam down. There you go. Uh, you gotta Pam up, baby. Oh, down. <laughs> <laughs> he died uh, July 27th. Yowza. So literally, maybe weeks after that. Mm-hmm. It's too much, too exciting. That air gun. Got him. But he, he seemed so strong and his voice was still really strong. Sounded exactly the same. Like, if you watch, like, uh, Picard and you watch Patrick Stewart, who's in his 80s, his voice is, he's got that deep voice, but is is very weak because he's so fucking old. And you can, you could tell. But this dude, it's like, like, not a day had passed. His beard looked great. His beard did look great. He did look elderly. Yeah. He looked elderly 15 years ago when he was on the show before. Yeah, it was, uh... Yeah. (laughs) He was... (laughs) 94 years old. Oh my gosh. Or he would have been if he made it to December. He was 93 years old. Made me want to watch, um, the... Um... The Dalek movie that he's in, the Dalek Invasion of Earth. Because he's so good in that movie and he's like young and like vibrant and jumping around. (laughs) And then we could do a podcast that I wouldn't have to delete because it was so boring. (laughs) (laughs) We all love Wilf. So who who knew something was up when... Like they separated and then like they came back to before you actually saw that they weren't talked to the real person. Yes. Because I immediately got like a Me. creepy vibe from David Tennant when he like came in. I did. I didn't immediately, but like the the comments were definitely not him. When they completely yeah. or like the forth. facial expressions. Yeah, the even? cutting back and Maybe? forth and having the yes. conversations and not like a recognition between. Yeah. That if was... it would have more questioning if it would have been just the conversations it would have been a lot harder to get obviously yeah it's it's crazy how like i watched a lot of youtube reactors watch this this weekend and uh the number of people who did not like it shows them talking in the orange room and then cuts to them talking in the blue (laughs) room and they just completely (laughs) unfazed like nothing's happening at all I originally noted down like hallucinations because like they both breathed and I was like, oh, there's something in the air that's making them hallucinate and having conversations with themselves. But then 
insanity broke out and i was like okay well that's crazy but uh yeah i thought it, <laughs> it was, was it was pretty just cold. creepy well yeah it was just cold but yeah i thought it was uh i thought it was cre- like the way that uh tenant and donna were able to portray like subtle differences to like make it seem creepy without being outwardly creepy yes. it was really good mm-hmm. yeah and then um like all this stuff when they're just trying to figure out why the why the spaceship is empty like that's there's like something in the back of your mind is like this is creepy a giant empty spaceship and then when that happens it's like holy shit this is the spoopy episode um and then maybe when they're like when they first get separated and they're in those dark tunnels that's like the one jump scare or you're kind of expecting a jump scare and then a door closes and you're like i've been watching too many mike flanagan shows uh but it's from that point it just kind of becomes a runaround which is fine but uh i wouldn't have minded like a real like 40 minute like creep fest but i know it's a family show and like like an alien alien style like creeping through the vents i yeah. argue this was the creepiest doctor who episode that i've watched no i hmm. i mean you can do you but i that's how i feel <laughs> You think this is creepier than Angels? Like the first, like Blink? That is way creepier than this, in my opinion. Nothing's creepier than Angels. This gave me the ick. Watch. I was like, I don't <laughs> like this. Well, they had this steel guitar where they did the. And then just the loud noise. Yeah, and then there was like a slamming of a door behind, or the shutting of the, yeah, metal cutoff area behind donna and like she jumped i was like i don't i'm out that's nope we're done (laughs) what what about in listen when clara and that little boy are under the bed and all of a sudden the bed just sinks down because something got into it and then they get out and there's a blanket over something that's on the bed oh god yeah it's less jump jump scares are not i hate jump scares it's the noise yes it's like somebody jumping around a corner and she's like you're fucking I'll point when them out. When Donna had the door closed behind her. <laughs> okay, the one jump scare. Okay, so there was one. Yeah, I just said it five minutes ago. There was two. I re- distinctly remember there being two. Well, I distinctly remember everything. And <laughs> the reveal of the captain and what was making that noise was pretty cool. That was fun. Yeah. I don't oh, think it was yeah. a jump scare, but it was like, holy no. shit. I like, loved I, oh. watching the doctor, like the not thing, um, looking at him, it's like, you know how, like, what's happening. And like, you could see the doctor, like, learning and like solving this whole puzzle that's been happening, but like trying to fight it. It's like, no, I don't want to give you the answer. And it was just such a fun struggle to see. That was a cool exchange. It's like, just don't think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just standing there. I love when they're throwing stuff out at him. Yeah. That was my favorite. Get a shift on. But the the whole, like, discovering the explanation and everything, like, that's the RTD stuff that I don't like. Like, Cody, you brought it up in the last special, last week, the uh, when they're in the room with all the buttons and they're just yelling gobbledygook at each other. Like, that's very RTD. And there's some fun words in there if you, like, really break it down. But... It doesn't mean anything and it's not interesting. And so, like, once fr- from that point where they're like trying to force him into thinking again, basically to the end, it's 
just not interesting anymore. Like it's okay. He's just rattling off a bunch of bullshit. And then for, for some reason, the captain was trying to hide something from them. So she set off a slow explosion, never explained why it has to be a slow explosion. Couldn't just blow it up or what she was trying to hide other than like the ability to take the ship to wherever they're supposed to, they want to go. Well, it, Back to Earth to destroy it. Yeah. I think was like the... She was almost being done copied, so she Which killed herself. Which is 700 trillion years away. Yeah, but they're the nothing, <laughs> so they can, you know, manipulate they or got whatever. Time. That wasn't an Earth captain, was it? Like, I didn't think no, they were from Earth. much was not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't know what year this was? And aren't they on <laughs> okay. the edge of the universe as well? Yeah, so they say that the ship fell through a wormhole and ended up there accidentally. So, like, what, what, what are they going to do? Why the slow explosion? I still don't understand that. I watched it twice. And we never will because that was the captain's choice. And she but down. On, she on down. the plus side, she had a bum. What? Donna? <laughs> when, when they find the bridge and David Tennant hops in the chair, he goes, Oh, good. It's a, or we know there's uh, life forms with a bum. I did not hear that part. Oh, either. yeah. Yeah, that the whole captain thing is very just not satisfying. Yeah. And it's not really the point. He thought of a fun like Moffat did it all the time where he like had an idea and made a story and then he'd be like, Oh, there's another way I could tweak that idea. And he would make he would reuse the same idea multiple times. And that's what RTD's doing. He had the idea for Midnight, a monster we don't see that steals the voice of the other people. And here he's like what if it's a monster we don't see and it steals the voice and the face? And then it, uh, but it's really bad at the body and it does all this fun weird shit. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But let's do more of that and less of the, uh, hey, this spaceship's going to explode. <laughs> I really enjoyed that the TARDIS ran away again after the having its insides explode. <laughs> well, and then the, conversation that the doctor had wondering where the TARDIS goes when it does this. I, I did really like that. Yeah, that, that was, was really, really cool. Like, it just sits there for a whole civilization mm-hmm. to rise and fall and then <laughs> comes back. I super enjoyed that it also took his sonic screwdriver with him, so the doctor was just his own. Like, he didn't have, like, his special technology stuff with him to help him through all this. <laughs> yep. That's always fun. Get rid of the screwdriver so he can't um, <laughs> make shields and whatever else right. <laughs> it can do now. Uh, we were currently in our classic Who watch about to enter the final season of the second Doctor. We will see the first time the Hads is used during that season. Spoilers. I'll give a bonus point in the quiz if any of you can name the story in New Who where the Hads has been used before. That's fine. I don't need bonus points anyway. The Hads, the thing that makes the TARDIS run away. Mm-hmm. It's happened in a story we watched. We recorded a podcast. Oh, I think I know. I don't know if I know the name of the story. The volcano one. No. Damn. Was it? It was the one where um, Captain Jack jumped on the side of the TARDIS, right? Because then it ran away. No, no it's no. there oh. in the submarine, right? 
It's the submarine oh, yeah. one. Terry gets a point. Da, 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 da. The only one I'll get. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Now, now you just tied Jill and Alex with four. Ooh. Cody and Sam are at three. Yeah. Get wrecked, Cody and Sam. We're not here to win a Doctor Who quiz, guys. Like, we're yeah, really not... cool. Cash you money. You guys are fucking nerds going to a Doctor Who convention. Yeah. Get wrecked, nerds. <laughs> hey, you want to do some tweets? No. I was very excited to get a spoiler. <laughs> and no, no follow. <laughs> that was awesome. And an L and Z that only idiots say. Oh Alan, yeah. Wait, what? How'd she say it? Like Alan. Alan, as, as, as an idiot would say. Z. Z. I loved it. Loved both. I like in the spoiler, like wait, or when they say spoilers, that he's. Like, Don is so excited to make her a gravity joke, and the doctor's just like, no. And then she starts, she's like, no. And then he does it with her. <laughs> but then I, I legit laughed out loud the first time Donna just says wavity in casual conversation. It's like, we got air, we got lights, we got wavity, and the doctor doesn't even, like, do a double take. He's just like, yep. See, that's why I couldn't tell if they were just doing a bit. Or it's the word now. I think it's the word oh, now. Oh, it's the word now. Yeah, because they left before yeah. he even said it. Yeah, they didn't even hear him say it. Yeah, it couldn't be a bit. Yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was thinking. But you guys don't think that's important? I feel like that's something's <laughs> going to come back. It's just a dumb it's joke. A, it's literally nothing about gravity change. Just how you. Yeah, we just call it gravity now. Yeah. I I know. I just want it to never change in Doctor Who, that they always say Wavity for all of time. It's Mavity, and <laughs> I will Mavity. kill you. Yeah, Jake, it's oh, Mavity. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But it's, it's like it's like B-Star G and fracking, just inventing yeah. a swear word. Well, I wouldn't say it's like that, but I would like it if they use it that often. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, let's do some tweets. Jill, tweets does not mean it's the end. We can still say stuff afterwards. <laughs> um, Ode underscore Ollie at Ode underscore Ollie says, first of all, in parentheses, good thing I prepped for this. <laughs> he's, he's got a long one. Um, so getting the bad stuff out of the way first, the green screen CGI corridor was quite dodgy at times, and the compositing was quite obvious. On to the good stuff. Literally everything else. Yes. The not things are a genuinely creepy concept, and I can definitely see kids being scared by them. And the mix of practical and CGI effects lean into Uncanny, into Uncanny Valley really well. And both Tennant and Tate's acting was incredible. The emotional and vulnerable side to both of them really showed their growth from 15 years ago to now. Especially how open 14 was. I want to come back to that. And I don't think anyone watching wouldn't have been moved by Bernard Cribbins' last appearance. It just felt right to have that moment of peace before everything went all cliffhangery. Very interested for your reactions. Can see this being very divisive, but I'm excited to hear what you thought. Turns out not divisive. We're all just so happy to have David Tennant and Catherine Tate back. And by kids being scared of the not things, he means Sam. It was... Boom, boom. It, yeah. Yeah, they were... It wasn't even them. It was like the nothingness of things closing i hate that so much <laughs> i hate it when doors close uh, yeah when they shouldn't they that's not okay <laughs> <laughs> so what one thing he brought up there that i want to talk about is um 
Well, first of all, even though, well, this might air today, he just released a new episode of his podcast that is back. That uh, Back again. I'm going to pull up the name for... Podcast back. Any <laughs> day <laughs> now. <laughs> Tell a friend. It is called Welcome to Our World, where Ollie and his partner um, show each other and make each other watch their show. So I think... Oh, fine. No, I, I think she's making him watch Supernatural and he's making her watch Doctor Who. Ooh. That's always been a show I've been wanting to watch. There's just so much. I it. know, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, but the thing he brought up that I wanted to talk about is, you know, Tennant said in interviews leading up to this that the portrayal of the Doctor was going to be different than the 10th Doctor, that this is the 14th Doctor. Uh, RTD, very quickly in interviews after that, was saying, well, you don't get David Tennant to not do David Tennant. Like, he's going <laughs> to be the 10th, or very similar to the 10th Doctor. Otherwise, what would be the point? Um, so I think he's trying to walk it back a little. Again, I listened to the Canadians on their podcast say, kind of complain that he hadn't changed in that first episode, that he was just the 10th Doctor. And I couldn't disagree more, because in the last special, he says love multiple times when he could not say it during the 10th Doctor's era. And now he's just like, I love this person. I love these people. I love you. And now in this one, we he's very affectionate. He kisses Donna's hand when she's panicking. He kisses her head at one point. He's He just seems like a much more open emotionally person than the 10th Doctor was. It's that estrogen still flowing. It makes sense. It's could like be. a progression from what we've seen after him. Like Matt Smith was much more affectionate and touchy-feely and sometimes in bad ways. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and, and then, you know, maybe Capaldi was a little standoffish, but then that he was a woman for a while, which she wasn't particularly touchy-feely either, but you, it was a new experience. Things do change you. And it is, I like that he's playing it or it's at least written differently enough that he tenant can still be tenant and running around and gnashing his teeth and being crazy but that he's seems seems to have this extra layer that we didn't have before well said i like that okay don't know how to pronounce this username eonis sim but it's jury of one on jury of underscore one on twitter we've interacted with them before says was a lot of fun. I think the secrecy around the marketing helped. A feeling that we discover the ship and the situation with the characters. I was expecting at least a couple of cameos or something, but it doesn't look like this anniversary is aiming for that kind of celebration. Feels a lot more like RTD is simply making episodes that set out to be definitively Doctor Who in all of its tones, as the campy one with heart last week and the scary one. And it looks like next week we'll be returning characters. Uh, We'll, we'll feature more returning characters. But this is a great approach to celebrating the show as a show. Nice. Yeah. They brought up the marketing around this one. They were very secretive about releasing any information about this one. So obviously the fans were like, oh, this is going to be the one that has all the cameos. Like, there were rumors that the the villain was going to be like evil versions of the doctor and it was going to be Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi and they were going to be evil or, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, RGD has since said 
the reason we didn't say anything is because it's a very simple script or a very simple plot. If we revealed anything, you would know everything that happens. <laughs> so we just didn't say anything. And nothing had to be shot outside, so you didn't have to show anyone. Right. Ta-da. And they like, you know, in Doctor Who Magazine, they have like a list of episodes and they release the cast. And this cast just said, like, David Tennant, Catherine Tate, and then redacted, redacted, redacted. So people are like, well, that's Rose and Matt Smith and... <laughs> <laughs> All right. BT Flippity Giggit at Your Cool 91 says, okay, so there's a lot to unpack here. 14's really coming into his outside of being 10 Mark II. We've got some implications about the consequences of Flux. We got Wilf. I really hope that the Flux consequences carry over into 15's run. Having more cosmic baddies at a new source of Time Lord angst would be amazing. I didn't even consider that, and I'm so excited. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. What were those bad guys called? The Vanquishers? Could we get them back? Yeah. They, they looked so cool, and they were dealt with so poorly. I was like, do, do we want them back? If we're going to do something cool with them. Tim Shaw, for sure, coming back. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Still easily defeatable. <laughs> Boost up that value of my Funko Pop. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Janelle Hobbs at J. Christine H. says, It is so much harder to respond to these when you haven't seen them three or four times. I'm still formulating a lot of thoughts for how to approach this episode in terms of the wider Doctor Who universe, but in general, it was a great story uh, told really well. The not things are delightfully creepy, and it's always a blast to get to see Tennant play evil. I think the CGI was mostly fine for the episode, and the occasional dodgy effects don't bother me. I loved hearing some more synths in Murray Gold's work. The moment where the Doctor finally gets to express grief and heartache over the Timeless Child slash Flux after spending so much time avoiding talking about it as 13, only for the not Donna to laugh at him is heart-wrenching. Great acting all around from Tennant and Tate. Finally, that moment with Wilf slash Burner Cribbins at the end was delightful, and I'm sad that'll be the only scene we have with him. And then she says, if you're a big Finnish fan this episode made made her want to see nobody no one can like turn into a television episode so if you love big finish and you love this go check out nobody no one because that's uh the story it made her think of it's a doctor who story yeah big finish come on is it because they're called the nothings ah the nothing no ones is it like the same monster or just similar? Uh, you know everything I know, man. <laughs> All right. I intended to look it up today to see what it was about, and I just ran out of time. Um, Holly would not at H would not say is. Cried at the doctor's pain over Flux. Cried as Donna accepted her fate and the ship exploded. Cried extra hard at Wilf. My favorite episode since before Flux, I think. Already rewatched twice. Um, I'm also watching the new episodes with my 11-year-old godson. He genuinely hid behind the Christmas tree when the not-things were chasing the car. <laughs> That's awesome. There we go. Getting an 11-year-old's perspective. That's what we need. I was I was trying to pick out like the behind-the-couch scene, and I was thinking that, and then when Donna was going through the dark corridor. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, um, gosh, about 11 years ago, I was visiting my brother in Seattle, and... My niece and nephew were like 11 and 9 or something, 11 and 10, 12 and 10, something like that. And we watched Matt Smith's Angel two-parter, the uh, Forest of the Dead and something else. 
Force or Force of Angels, Time of Angels, Force of the Dead. <laughs> you know what I mean. That one. Go on. As we're watching it, my nephew's like totally into it, but my niece, who is like two years younger, was kind of like, "I should not be watching this. <laughs> you have made a terrible mistake, <laughs> and I will make you pay for it." <laughs> yeah, she's that that age is the perfect audience for this, and it's great to hear that they're getting spooked. And then finally, James Courtney and Mr. J. Courtney says, it was great, but not up there with Midnight on first viewing. Midnight sucks. No, I'm kidding. It doesn't. <laughs> oh, that was it? Short and sweet. All right. Yep, that's it. All right. Anyone got anything before we move on to the game? Terry, throwing it back to you. Mm. Bear in mind, Terry, we are 57 minutes into this box. Damn it. <laughs> but you know how to throw it back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just excited for uh, the next episode coming up because of the chaos that was happening around Wilf at the end of just trying to understand what was happening to everyone was very confusing. And I'm looking forward to answers to what was happening. I kept thinking that the statues on the wall were Cybermen, but I don't think they were. <laughs> did anyone else see that? I did not. Yeah, they were there in the first episode, too. Okay. It's like a store, but yeah, it's they definitely intentionally look like Cybermen. Okay. Are you ready for our David Tennant quiz? Round two. Bite. So last week, I asked you guys five questions. Those questions had some you could get one point, some you get multiple points. In that quiz, you guys are separated into teams by marriage. It's Jill and Alex versus Cody and Sam versus Terry. Jill and Alex are tied with Terry at four, Cody and Sam at three. Last week, I had come up with nine questions and so decided to just do five every week. So today, I only had to come up with one. For next week, I'm going to have to come up with five, and I don't know how I'm going to be able to do that. Is everyone ready? Yes. Mm -hmm. Maybe. We'll find out. (laughs) Definitely not. Okay. I will give you 60 seconds because this is multiple possible answers. Name as many people as you can that David Tennant kissed in the role, his role as the doctor. Ready to go. And we're going to say on screen. I believe there's some allusions to another one, but we didn't see it. There's some historical figures. There's some fictional characters. Oh, it's been 90 seconds. <laughs> Woo, come back. You're you're going to be disappointed. I always am. Terry, why don't you go first? Okay. All right. Uh just start naming. Donna, Queen Elizabeth, Rose, River, <laughs> Tom Sawyer, uh the French maiden who he never came back for with those clockwork uh mannequin things and then uh that fellow teacher lady in family of blood okay i have a good night everybody (laughs) we're out (laughs) i have no idea if any of those worked (laughs) well tom sawyer no uh but all the rest i give you six there oh shit tell us just be honest uh (laughs) and madame de pompadour there's one that was the one I was trying to think of. Do you get negative points if you guess one and it's wrong? Yeah. Because you probably should, right? No. Yeah. 
No, you you should. Well, lose then two. Rose and Donna also. No, we and didn't. also, I'll just start no, naming stop people. Cheating. <laughs> it's not cheating. I mean, just it's cheating because time is up. <laughs> okay, uh, Jill and I have Kylie Minogue and Rose Tyler. Good enough. That's two for you. Woo. So here's just some I wrote down on the top of my head. Every companion: Rose, Martha, Donna, um, Lady Cassandra as Rose, kinda, Queen Elizabeth, Madame de Pompadour, Joan Redfern. That was the nurse astrid peth that was um kylie minogue uh lady christina there um let's see also did he kiss, I, kiss river song though that was our debate that's what yes we spent did, ah. did kiss river song i i didn't think he would have anyway um i think she like grabbed him maybe not I, it wasn't on my list i didn't put it down do you but. not have the answers this is a oh, false so question gonna, <laughs> well, I I made up these questions. It's not like yeah. there's a database. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's not there's not like, like a web page. We're gonna have to watch Doctor Who to verify these. <laughs> no, yep. we're verifying it together. <laughs> Terry, I'm taking one away because I don't think he kissed River. Okay. Well, I'll look into it this week, and if if he did, I'll give you one more point. All right. Okay. Get shift on. This one's gonna be short and sweet. Which episode title of all of David Tennant's episodes is the shortest? I'll give you 30 seconds. I didn't love this question and thought I had deleted it, but realized it was one of the five that I have, so I had to use it. Okay, time is up. Jill and Alex, your turn to go first. We were debating, uh, like, the countdown episode, and I could not think of it, so I'm going with blank. (laughs) I don't think it's right, though. Cody and Sam? I believe that episode is called Don't Blink. It's not. Oh damn! Um, <laughs> I ours was ten, just ten, ten. Is there an episode called Ten Question Mark? Um, Terry. Uh, I said silence. We tried our best. All right, I'm going to give Jill and Alex a point because hey. he did describe the episode. It's called Forty Two. Oh, you were close, Jill. You were so First close. First, I said twenty-four, and then he's like, "What?" And I'm like, 42 It's one of the two. Ten? I don't. Know. I considered omitting forty-two from the possibilities and just asking which one has the fewest letters in it, mm-hmm. and the answer to that is blink. So he would have got that too. We're super okay. good at this game. No, no, we're not. Well, I got one for the first time ever, so you're welcome. This is where you get back into Sam. Our deliberation is incredible, Jake. You'll, you'll love it. <laughs> On the Doctor Who magazine 50th anniversary poll, there are 241 stories. It's all of Doctor Who up until the 50th. And it includes the 50th. 241 stories. Which story of David Tennant's is the highest and which is the lowest? Bonus points. If you could tell me where they are on the list. Closest gets a bonus point. Highest and lowest Tennant stories. On the list. Okay, guys. We'll call that time. Uh, Cody Sam, it's your turn to go first. Um. So first, highest rated. Blink. You got a number? One. I didn't know I did. If we're going to pick the highest rated, it's, like, it's going to be one, point. right? <laughs> and lowest? Fear her? Yeah, number? 251. Out of 241. 241. (laughs) 241. (laughs) Love it. 
All right, Jill and Alex. Uh, we also had Blink for the highest, and I said twenty three, and Love and Monsters as the lowest uh, at two hundred two. Terry. So I have the same as Jill and Alex. Blink for the highest, but I said twelve, and then I guess of Love and Monsters. I don't know if that's the title. Uh, nope. And set it at two thirty nine. Ooh, you're gonna get a point for that two thirty nine. Okay, number, his highest one, and this is going to be a little incorrect, and we'll find out when we get to the last question why that is. His highest one is Blink. It's number two. Oh. But Tony and Sam were closest, so they get a point. His lowest one was Fear Her. And it was number 240. Damn. So Cody and Sam said 241, they get a point. Terry said 239, so he gets a point. Nice. And Sam and Cody said fear her, right? Yeah. Yeah, they got, they're the only ones that got that right. Was Love and Monsters with Eccleston? They were, no, they were both with the, those two yeah, were back, back to back. back. Those so are it was the, the same okay. doctor, but I, I could not remember if it was Eccleston or Tenet. I was, I was kind of. Yeah, Love, Love and Monsters is nowhere near fear her on the list. Hmm. But now I kind of want to know when I have the list in my phone. Nice, bro. Like, we did it. We got some knowledge. Yeah. Not you, Terry. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you go to hell. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Oh, Terry's, Terry was equal to... Eleven Monsters was 220. Oh. And wasn't that what Jill and Alex said, 220? We said 202. Oh, 202. Sorry. Irrelevant. <laughs> Next yeah, question. Wrong Name as many historical figures from the tenant era as you can. I'll give you one minute. Ready, set, go. All right. That's enough time. Uh, Terry, why don't you go first? Okay. Some of these are going to be wrong for sure. Uh, Queen Elizabeth, Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King Jr., Cleopatra, Marie Antoinette. Um, are you just saying things? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only Queen Elizabeth was right. Oh, no. I thought Martha it was Jones. Tubman? Didn't Martha Jones what? have like a episode that was? Oh no! Fuck! I think it was the other one. <laughs> Shit! Oh, I know it now. Oh damn it! I know it now. Can I say it later if no one says nope. it? Jill and Alex. Fuck. We got Queen Elizabeth, Agatha Christie, Madame du Pompadour, Charles Dickinson, Churchill, and then we petered out. Well, it's Charles Dickens, sure. and that was that was Eccleston, <laughs> and oh, Chir- damn, at Churchill was Matt Smith. Damn, I I remembered the the Daleks, and I was like, uh, I'm, uh I can't remember. <laughs> Cody and Sam. Did anyone see Cody start posting in the Discord? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then he was del- I was like yelling at him to delete it, and then I was laughing so hard, and we didn't start for the longest time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, Queen Elizabeth. Got it. Agatha, Agatha Christie. Christie. Yes. Robin Sir Hood. Isaac Newton. No. That one goes. No. King Arthur. Uh, no. What? No. Tell me, Sir Isaac Newton. The one that was just in this episode we did for this podcast just now today. Yes, with David Tennant. Oh. Oh, we're oh, not counting the specials. Oh. Okay, uh, where was that in the rule book? Uh, Shakespeare. When when I said it last week, did you get that now, or was that in your sixty seconds of a lot of time? Uh huh. 
<laughs> are you cheating? <laughs> I think. I, I think we're, we're not that If that's a, can that I say you... Rosa Parks? Wasn't she one of them? No. We all knew that's what you meant, but obviously that was in Jody Whittaker's era, oh, like eleven no, years later. That's right. That was with her. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. I demand oh. points for Sir Isaac Newton. <laughs> I did. We established last week that this quiz is about David Tennant's initial run on the show and not the specials. Okay, but the Christmas specials were in the questions last week, so... That was during his era on the show. But the next question's going to contradict everything I just said. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the only person I had that you guys didn't say was William Shakespeare. Okay, last question. Should be very easy. You'll get five seconds. We all established that Blink was number two on the 50th anniversary poll. David Tennant is in the story that's number one. What is that story? Okay. Cody and Sam, you're first. Uh, come back to us. <laughs> <laughs> you're first. David Tennant Christmas special. And time is up. Terry? Also David Tennant Christmas special. I have no idea. Jill and Alex? Uh, his first episode when he was sleeping, it was a Christmas episode, but I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Gave you so many clues. Silent Night. <laughs> All and those Christmas specials are in his era. Silent Night. So th- a silent that's night. why I allowed Blink to be number one, even though he's in the one that is not in his era. That is number one. What episode was he in? We, we, had, this, we had this question on a previous podcast recently. We haven't done a quiz recently. It's the 50th anniversary special, the Day of the Doctor. Mm. <laughs> was that was that That's on number Christmas? one during Matt Smith's era? It was number one. That it was not is during Christmas. One. It was on the 50th anniversary, November 23rd. That's almost Christmas. Yeah, that's why um, they play all those songs in November. It's almost Christmas. I feel like in the last podcast you had a question of. Uh, like, what is the... like? It was like the same question. It was very similar, yeah. Because we talked about this. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it, that, that, was that wasn't the ratings. answer. This was the number one on the list that David Tennant was in. Anyway, here's where we're at with the quiz. We'll have five more questions next week. Jill and Alex are at 11 points. Cody and Sam are at 10. Terry is at 12. Get a lot more of the smooching right than you guys did. We should took the lead. get points for Sir Isaac Newton. We should get a point for you Shakespeare. To totally, <laughs> totally had that uh, one. Shakespeare, you don't need to give us, but come on. Um, Bro, whose side are you on? <laughs> is next week's episode called The Giggle? I think it's called The Giggle. What? You having a giggle, mate. Okay, thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> do the song. Did we want to do? Uh, Fuck Terry! Why can't you just let us? Sorry. End? Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say MVP, but we know what you were going to do. I know. <laughs> it's your role is to stop us before we end and so say let's do an MVP. MVP? Well, Cody and Sam aren't recording anymore, so no, we're we not. can we can recount. <laughs> Jesus. Alex, do the song. All right. 
This has been Mary Who, her episode on Wild Blue Yonder. If you'd like to participate and get in on our tweets, you can do so at Mary Who Pod on Twitter. On behalf of myself, Jake, Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex, and our producer Terry, thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for the giggle. Do 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 do